And joining us here in the studio for the news briefing is Tremira. Good morning to you. Good morning, Henry. Well, uh, busy evening for you. I know uh, working hard <laughs> tracking these election <laughs> results. Uh, but I guess at least for the question of who was going to be the winner of the elections, that, that was never going to be, I guess, a problem for you. It was just getting the final numbers. But usually we define things as... If a candidate wins by five points or more, you go, wow, very resounding victory. Mm. And then if they get closer to 10% uh, wins, it's a landslide victory. This was, by all accounts and definitions, a landslide victory for the main opposition People Power Party, especially for the two big races, the mayoral races in Seoul and Busan. Um, Give us the overall numbers in these uh, races as we know them. Yes, As of 3.13 a.m., the vote count in Seoul was completed, and Oh Se-un, the candidate of the main opposition People Power Party, won against his uh, ruling Democratic Party rival Park Yong-sun with a a final vote count showing that he had 57.5% versus Park's uh, 39.18%. And by a little over 2 a.m., the vote count in the country's second-largest city, Busan, was also completed. And the PPP's Park Hyung-jun won against his ruling Democratic Party counterpart, Kim Young-chun, with a final vote count of 62.67% versus 34.42%. And PPP also won big in by-elections for 19 other local posts. PPP candidate Seo Dong-uk won the seat for a ward office head in the south-southern city of Ulsan by beating his ruling party rival Kim Seok-kyum, uh, 64% versus 22%. Also in the race for the country, uh, county governor for Uryeong-gun in South Gyeongsang province, PPP candidate Oh Tae-wan beat the DP candidate Kim Chung-gyu, 44% to 30%. Right, so pretty much a clean sweep for the PPP in, in terms of winning this election. Um, I, I would say that a lot of people, despite even the ruling party, uh, you know, expressing confidence before the elections and saying, uh, um, you know, they felt they had a shot to win. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like, although it was unspoken, there was a sense that this was going to be a very difficult election yeah. for the ruling party and the government. But uh, basically, you never know what's going to happen until the exit poll results come out. Because once the exit poll results came out, there would be a determination of whether this was going to be a long night or whether this was going to be a Mm -hmm. short night in terms of drama. If the exit poll results showed, let's say, a 5% or less difference between the two candidates, then you would still have to take into account the early vote totals because exit polls only track voters who voted on election day and it didn't Mm -hmm. track the early vote, which was uh, over 20% here in Seoul. So there would still be uh, a little bit of anticipation as to how those early voter results could have maybe shifted the election results if it was a plus minus 5% issue. (laughs) That was obviously not the case Mm -hmm. here. And the exit poll results uh, this time around actually kind of tracked fairly accurately to the final uh, vote totals. Can you give us those numbers? Sure. The nation's three terrestrial broadcasters, KB CBS, NBC, and SBS jointly released the exit poll as of 8.15 p.m. yesterday, in which Oh Se-un defeated his rival Park Yong-san 59% to 37.7%. Oh led Park by huge margin in all age groups but among voters in their 40s. Almost 72% of voters aged 60 60 or older said they voted for Oh, with 60% of those in their 50s saying so. Even more younger voters in their 20s and 30s chose 
all over Park, uh, with all gaining more than 50% votes, while Park over 30% in those age groups. And Park gained a uh, highest support from male voters in their 40s, with 51.3%. And for all, it was women aged 60 or over, and men in their 20s, with more than 70%. Yeah, and so we see that these numbers show And maybe there's not a a need to get into super detailed analysis. And maybe even in the uh, Pusan race, it's really just across the board. (laughs) If Mm. we're talking about almost 30 points of victory, that means he's winning in every demographic. But in Seoul, it is quite instructive to see. And you point out uh, women age 60 and over. I think that's a demographic that um, does find very appealing. Uh, He is a very handsome, very striking figure. And so uh, for, I think, women, um, especially women uh, of an older generation and the fact that he is a conservative and kind of shares their values, it Mm. it is a strong appeal there. But for a lot of people, uh, probably the number that stands out is the young males. Men in their 20s in a big, big way went Mm. for Oh Se-hoon over Park Young-sun. And that is instructive of, one, that uh, younger men uh, have maybe uh, felt a lot of disappointment with the current ruling party and Mm. the government. And that trend had been kind of apparent uh, for a while now, but it's really now expressed itself in a very big way. And that's going to be a big, big dilemma and question for the ruling party and Mm. the uh, government going forward. How, if if they can, uh, try to appeal once again to that younger generation, which in years, decades past, has traditionally been more supportive of Uh, the ruling party. So we can suss through all of those um, numbers in more detail, and we're going to get more analysis on this uh, during our new seminar segment with Professor Cho Hee-kyung, and stay tuned for that. But let's continue to talk about this election, because one thing for sure for the PPP is after uh, many, many electoral defeats over the past four years, they have finally won, and they won in a big way in these two uh, big elections. Let's talk about their reactions. What did the candidates and the various party leaders have to say after the results came out? Uh, One common thing that the two candidates had commented on uh, was that they were able to see for themselves how scary it is when the public turns their back on those uh, that they have once shown support for. And Oh Se-hoon said after his victory was confirmed that he will take his victory as an order of uh, Seoul citizens to deal with numerous issues as quickly as, as possible. And he will do the work not with his hat, uh, as he did before, but with his heart uh, to p- help Seoul rebuild and restart. Minor opposition People's Party leader An Chol-su said it is only the beginning and they still have a plenty of work to do and urged uh, the opposition side to join forces together to bring about regime change. Park Kyung-jun, who won the Busan mayoral post, said that uh, he will work hard to return for Busan citizens who offer the firm support despite many challenges and also said he will never let them down and help Busan take a new lift forward. While conceding their defeat, Park Young-sun said uh, she will have uh, some time for self-reflection. And the ruling DP acting chairman Kim Tae-nyeon said uh, he's sorry for making the public disappointed due to the party's incompetency. Yep, and so uh, you have to give credit where credit is due. And the main opposition uh, ran an effective campaign. Uh, They were, of course, uh, very much aided uh, by the overall media framing of this, which we'll talk about maybe a little bit later on in our uh, next question uh, after the ruling party. But for Oh Se-hoon 
after a, a series of electoral defeats. If we remember, he had been losing a lot of elections after stepping down as Seo-mir. He lost to Jung Se-gyun in Jongno in the previous, previous parliamentary elections and then famously lost to Ko Min-jung mm. in these most recent um, parliamentary elections. And then he also lost a bid for uh, party chairmanship uh, uh, as well. And so he has now come back. So he's come back now. Uh, the issue that brought him down was the uh, free school lunch program back yeah. a, a decade ago where he lost the referendum. I think as a father now, back then I was a younger man, mm. but as a father now of two young kids, I do, I do hope that um, as Oh Se-hoon is the new mayor, that uh, he sees how popular the free school lunch program <laughs> is. And I think I speak for a lot of parents out there that uh, will hope that uh, those kind of policies, you know, you take the good, you take the bad, and you kind of continue what you think are effective. And so uh, going forward, hopefully that will be the case. Let's talk about the ruling party, though. They, <laughs> I think it's safe to say uh, they are in a bit of a crossroads now. Uh, the, it's, it's quite clear that the leadership has to change, maybe a full uh, wholesale changing of the entire uh, ruling DP. And you can't help but point fingers at the current leadership for the results of this election. That's right. Um, A massive leadership change is expected in the ruling party due to the rising criticism on its leaders for failing to deal with surging housing prices and public anger towards real estate corruption scandal involving LH. And the party leaders are also blamed for uh, revising a clause in the party's constitution that banned it from fielding candidates for vacancies left by party members who committed crime. There are set to hold an election in May to pick a new party leader and floor leader. The new leadership would immediately embark on preparation work for the next year's presidential election. But it looks like that that process won't be, uh, won't be easy as well as uh, there seems to be a conflict within the party regarding the election process of the party's presidential candidate. A Gyeonggi Province Governor Lee Jae-myung is on the side that it should proceed uh, as scheduled, meaning that a candidate should be finalized by September of this year. The party's election committee chairman, Inagyeon, and Prime Minister Jung Se-kyun are leaning more towards the idea of pushing back the election process, and some predict that this may be uh, to buy time for a possible third zone candidate. The Blue House is expected to put out uh, an official uh, statement regarding the by-election results later today. And while many predict that a mass reshuffling will also occur within Chongwade, and others are skeptical that with the current COVID-19 crisis and stalled inter-Korean talks, it won't be an easy process. The government still has to do their job, and that includes pandemic control. That includes uh, continuing the vaccination programs. And so uh, there can't be anything uh, dramatic in terms of trying to keep the health and safety of Koreans as their top priority. Uh, as for party politics, it, you, it's highlighted by the fact that Lee Jae-myung would like to see this process faster because now his faction or the group that supports him seems to be primed to to gain some more influence within the party, whereas uh, the Lee Nagyeon Jung Se-yoon side would like to maybe push this back a bit and mm. maybe see if we can have some more breathing space to uh, to perhaps still wield influence in the party. But it's, these are going to be interesting discussions going forward, especially as we'll talk about a little later the uh, presidential race and uh, we start getting more candidates into the field. Let's talk about us a little bit then here. Um, we are, of course, a TBS EFM and we have a sister network, a TBS, and uh, TBS has been a huge, huge um, point of discussion during these by-elections mm-hmm. In Seoul, obviously, 
this morning is a very different show from News Kongjang, which is on TBS FM. We are a little <laughs> tiny, microscopic, little tiny dot compared to the huge, huge media presence that is News Kongjang. That, that's just mm. the, you know, that's just r e a l out loud. It's yeah. the fact. But Kim Ho-jun's News Kongjang has been attacked fiercely by conservatives, by conservative media, by uh, conservative politicians, and a lot of other disaffected people who feel that this show now, with the change in mayor, may somehow be affected. Mm. Whether it's going to be the host, or whether it's going to be the program, or even the company itself. We've done this already in the past, but let's fact check it once again. Is it really feasible or possible for a mayor, regardless of who that mayor is, to just come into office and say, snap the fingers and say, News Kongjang is out? Oh, the answer to the question is uh, no, according to media experts. Uh, Because of the country's broadcasting law that guarantees the freedom and independence of programming. The program, uh, News Kongjang, has been under fire from the conservative voters and politicians after it featured interview of five people who are questioning eligibility of the opposition candidates Park Hyung-jun for Busan and Oh Se-eun for Seoul. And they accused the show of violating the election broadcasting regulations. But media officials said even if the show is found to have violated the regulations, the most likely legal sanctions will be just a cut in score for permission renewal examination. But even if it loses some points, uh, its permission is valid over the next four years uh, since it had its permission renewed at the end of last year. Media experts also said a uh, Seoul mayor or even TBS president does not have the authority to exert influence on a broadcasting program due to the Broadcasting Act. The Seoul city government is supposed to allocate some of its budget on TBS according to its ordinance regarding establishment and operation of the broadcasting station. So there would not be much of a difference under a conservative uh, mayor. But with News Gungjang being a representative program for liberal voices, uh, the political bickering between the rival parties surrounding the show could be uh, intensifying until the next year's presidential election. To be blunt about this, the people who are criticizing News Gungjang for the way they cover the news, and you you hear this same argument, it's our taxpayer money, you you can't spend (laughs) it, how how come you're talking about this thing in a biased way? Those same people never, ever complain about the biased way TV Chosun yeah. broadcasts its coverage. They don't mm. care about, they don't complain about the biased way that Cho Jung-dong con- um, mm. does their coverage or even other mainstream media outlets. And some of those are also government subsidized. Uh, the, there is a license being approved by KCC for the uh, TV Chosun and other c h o n g p y e o n general program channels. And that is funded by taxpayers, the KCC. There is a subsidization for the newspaper distribution. And as we've seen with these big scandals, Cho Jung-dong, c h o s u n Tonga, Jung-ang, they yeah. dominate the newspaper distribution mm-hmm. industry, aided by that subsidization, once again, paid by the p- taxpayers. So that argument just doesn't really hold sway. What the people who are criticizing... They don't like the fact that TBS is this one independent voice that is different from mm. the rest of the media landscape. And specifically, Kim Ho-jun and News Kongjang throughout the years, whether it's the Seoul disaster, whether it was the Choi Soon-sil scandal, uh, whether it was all these issues going forward throughout the years, has been that one voice that proves to be independent. You don't have to agree with, with, with the um, views being expressed on the show. 
But the results are clear. It's the number one radio show in the country. And to be a current affairs show, to be the number one radio show is a significant achievement. And it does indicate that there has been a thirst, a desire, a demand for that kind of independent yeah. media coverage that you just don't see in this current landscape and was made very, very clear uh, during these uh, mayoral elections. So that is going to be obviously a discussion that we'll continue to have mm. going forward. But uh, as you say, you've laid it out very clearly in terms of the legal aspects of it. Nothing should be changing. Okay, so with all of that said, the big attention now politically will be on the upcoming presidential elections next year. That is going to be heating up. And now we're having a dilemma for both the ruling and the opposition sides. Yes, uh, now that the by-elections are over, both of the ruling and opposition parties are expected to turn their focus immediately to the next presidential election, which is scheduled for March 2022. The ruling Democratic Party has until September 9th uh, and the main opposition People Power Party until November 9th to select their presidential candidates under the each party's constitution that requires uh, the DP to pick a candidate 180 days before the election and the PPP 120 days. Both rival parties will pick their candidates more carefully than ever before because the landslide victory of the conservative bloc in yesterday's by-elections could turn the tide against the ruling side but in favor of the opposition side. The liberal side frontrunner is Gyeonggi Governor Lee Jae-myung, followed by former DP Chief Lee Nak-yeon and Prime Minister Jung Se-kyun. And from the conservative side, former Prosecutor General Yoon Seok-yeol is leading the poll uh, with minor opposition People's Party leader An Chol-soo and former presidential candidate Hong Jung-pyo are on the list of possible candidates. But all of them are not the current members of the PPP, so uh, it could be an uphill battle for the main opposition yeah. party. So still some homework for them. Mm. Uh, we'll talk about that with uh, Professor Song se during our TMVs segment, the presidential race. Let's talk about COVID-19. These cases still going up, elections or not, and this is a very worrisome development, worried about maybe a fourth wave of the coronavirus. What were yesterday's numbers? Uh, the country reported 668 more COVID-19 cases yesterday, which was a sharp increase from 478 of the previous day and was also the highest number since January 8th. And of the new 886, uh, uh, 668 new cases, 653 were local infections and 15 were imported ones, raising the total caseload to 106,898. Four more deaths has been reported, uh, and the death toll now stands at 1,756. Vaccination has been going well and smooth up until yesterday, as the country has inoculated inoculated more than 1 million people since it began its inoculation plan uh, in late February, uh, accounting for almost 2% of the total population. However, a possible causal link between AstraZeneca vaccines and rare blood clots is adding concerns on possible disruption in the country's vaccination plan. And yesterday, a medical worker in her 20s was di- diagnosed with blood clots in her legs and lungs 12 days after she received her first dose of AstraZeneca shot, uh, becoming the third case of blood clot uh, problems following AstraZeneca vaccination.
The health authorities said yesterday evening that they are temporarily suspending AstraZeneca vaccines for school nurses and special education teachers who were supposed to start getting AstraZeneca shots today. And vaccinations for people under the age of 60 are also temporarily suspended. So we have a slight moratorium now with the AZ vaccines. And again, this is just to be safe. Uh, They haven't established a causality yet, but they do want to keep the public's um, uh, um, mind at ease and uh, show that they're being as cautious as possible, as well as with these increasing numbers, the R0 number, which is the infection uh, rate, is over one, which Mm -hmm. means that we're now getting to a growth period. And so there is going to be a need perhaps for tighter social distancing measures But at the same time, they are going to try to once again ramp up the testing protocols, right? And and so the eventual um, offer is going to be for anybody who wants it, who needs it, can get a test for free, no questions Mm. asked. And it's not going to be anything that should be burdensome. And the more people who get tested, the more control that you can have over the pandemic, eventually maybe even home-based testing kits uh, on the horizon. So hopefully uh, we can get through this. And again, uh, goes to show elections, politics, everything. The most important thing right now is getting sure uh, people are safe and healthy. All right. Well, Vida, you covered so much for us and we really appreciate all the hard work. Thank you so much. And we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you.